Love Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it, back at it again. Back at it again. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot to talk about, man. A lot of stuff going on. Free agency is right around the corner. Legal tampering period about to start uh, on the 14th of March through the 16th. So we got a lot of stuff going on. There's also been some big trades, some absolutely huge trades that have happened. Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Aaron Rodgers has signed a four-year deal with the Packers, so that keeps him there. There's also been some guys franchise tag. We are going to discuss quite a bit. 515-602-9639 is the number to the show. So, let me go ahead and get into it. Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth to folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Listen, your boy is on iTunes, okay? Your boy's on iTunes. Go on iTunes, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Subscribe to that uh, podcast on there, and please give your boy a five-star rating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Salute to everybody that does leave comments and says, hey, you know, like the show, great show, but give me more ratings. I need more ratings. I also need to hear from you all a bit more on there as well. I'm also on social media as well, YoungJ000. That is the Twitter. My other Twitter for the show is at the Long Beach Joe. You know what I'm saying? Again, if you go to my Facebook page or any of my social medias, my link tree is there. You'll be able to check out all of my social media. I also have a Discord in that link tree, too. Please go to that link tree and join my Discord, all right? <laughs> Salutes to everybody in the Discord. Salutes to everybody that stops by. I'm also on YouTube as well. For those of you that do not know, I live stream the radio show. We have a lot of fun. So if you want to come on by YouTube, go to YouTube, search The Long Beach Joe Show, subscribe to that. Turn on your notifications as well. Hit that bell. That turns on that notifications. So when I post content, y'all be in the know. You know what I'm saying? Come see your boy's face. I'm handsome. <laughs> I'm just saying, can we keep it real? <laughs> can we do that? You know what I'm saying? I've been told a lot in my lifetime. You know what I'm saying? So salutes to everybody that is checking that out while we're live streaming here. And salutes to everybody on Blog Talk Radio as well. Long Beach Joe Show on Blog Talk Radio too. We have a lot of fun, man. We have a lot of fun. So, we're going to get into it. we got a lot going on in the NFL today. It's crazy. Again, with free agency right around the corner, there's been a lot of things shaking and moving. First thing that hit us <laughs> Monday was uh, <laughs> the NFL coming out saying that they've suspended Calvin Ridley for a year. <laughs> he gets a year suspension for being busted for gambling on NFL games. You know, it was announced again Monday that, you know, through do, do like a five-day stretch in 2021, uh, you know, he was on a non-injury football list, and he was gambling during those times uh, through, a, you know, a mobile device that he had. He placed a bunch of parlay bets, multi-legged uh, parlay bets, and it involved, you know, some games that actually involved the Falcons as well. So uh, things, you know, the NFL did not like that. And the NFL learned about this through its relationships with legal sports betting industry. So they learned about it through their relationships, you know, with some people in the industry. Ridley came out, made some tweets that he only bet $1,500 total and that he doesn't have a gambling problem. But the reason why we're mentioning this is because this was a guy that the New York Jets, or at least New York Jets fans, were very heavily interested in. 
They wanted to make trades for this guy. They wanted to go after him, wanted to get him, and here he is. Now he's got a year suspension. So we'll see what's happening with him going forward, but that's not good. Then the other big news that comes out today as we continue to swing on, Aaron Rodgers agrees to a four-year deal with the Packers worth over worth $200 million, $153 million guarantee, making him the highest-paid player, highest paid player ever in the history of the NFL. The reason why this is important, signing that deal for him, is because, hey, it affects the QB market. That number 10 pick, a lot of people have been talking about trading that 10th pick in the draft to a hungry QB team, a team that needs a QB. Washington, Steelers, there's been talks about the Eagles, there's been talks about the Saints as well, possibly moving up looking for QBs. A lot of stuff going on there. Then we get to the big, big, the big trade that swings about as well. Boy, oh boy, Russell Wilson gets traded by the Seahawks to the Broncos. Man, let me tell you something. That came out of nowhere. The Broncos traded Drew Locke, tight end Noah Fant, and a defensive lineman, Shelby Harris, and five picks, two first, two seconds, and a fifth to the Seahawks. Seattle sent Russell Wilson and a fourth round back to Denver. That's huge, man. That is huge because, again, the Broncos were a QB-hungry team. Now they've got their QB going forward to pair with Jerry Judy, North, or Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, and Tim Patrick, all those guys over there, all the while Seattle gets Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, some picks. Now they're going to be in the position to sit in that first round at the ninth spot and find their QB or possibly trade for a QB that could be out there as well. Maybe this is a move where Seattle takes some of these picks that they've packaged and they move over and try to grab themselves Deshaun Watson. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe they sit at the ninth spot there, and maybe they grab a QB. That affects us as well in our draft status because, hey, guess what? (laughs) Our price for our picks has just gone up because we already have a team that pretty much you can look at and say, hey, they're going to grab a QB. What are you going to do? Are you going to sit here and and allow, you know, allow the Seahawks to draft a guy, allow the Redskins to draft a guy? Who are you gonna who are you gonna be left with at a QB spot? Are you okay with getting that third best QB? Or maybe fourth best QB because or fourth best QB because again, other teams could jump you. That's looking directly at the Steelers. Steelers, I'm telling you, price just went up. So we're gonna be talking about that as well tonight. That was a huge trade. Also, you're looking at the safety position for the New York Jets. Lots of questions there, man. Lamarcus Joyner, he's walking into free agency. That was a guy that got injured at the beginning of the season, tore his triceps. you got to wonder if the New York Jets would be interested in bringing him back or not. If they let him go, I'm not going to cry about it. you got to worry about Ashton Davis. If you can't depend on Ashton Davis going forward, whew, there's a lot of questions about what you got going on here. <laughs> because he has shown flashes, but not enough. It's been very up and down with Ashton Davis. But I think the biggest question for us going into free agency is Marcus May. I want to hear from people tonight. Do you want to bring Marcus May back? Is he a guy that you want to resign? Again, we got to remember, Marcus May has been here for quite a bit. When things were going crazy with Jamal Adams and he was going off his rocker, Marcus May was going out there and playing on a weekly basis and held it down. He looked very good out there, very good out there. We've seen him be versatile. He can do so many different things. He can play in the box. He can play outside the box. His coverage is amazing. 
He's always near the top of the league in coverage ratings, but he also ruptured his Achilles last season. You got to wonder, he's 28, coming off a ruptured Achilles. Health is a big question for him. You also got to wonder as well, he got a surprise DUI. <laughs> we, got a, we got a surprise last year. DUI, Marcus May. Mind you, the DUI had been from months prior. Apparently, it was never properly reported to the NFL. It was also never properly reported to the Jets because everybody was surprised that it happened. So you got to wonder, character questions. Can you trust to give Marcus May some money? Because if he's doing this before the money, what will he do after the money? Those are just questions out there. And I love Marcus May. I think he's phenomenal. I was one of the guys that stood for him, still standing for him. I talked about how he was a better safety than Jamal Adams when Jamal Adams was here. And boy, did I take some guff for that. But as we continue down the road with Jamal, we're starting to see uh, old Jamal ain't who who some people thought he was, huh? (laughs) Ain't who he thought he was. Not turning to look out so good. Last season, he was awful. So we're going to be talking about that tonight as well. Is Marcus May a free agent that the New York Jets should bring back? Is he a guy that we should resign? We're also going to be talking about Braxton Berrios. I know a lot of people that are willing to move on from Braxton Berrios, and they're acting like, hey, he's just kind of expendable. We should move on. But I'll tell you what, Jamison Crowder, he's walking the free agency. Keelan Cole, he's walking into free agency as well. You know, the two basic threats that we have here is Corey Davis and Elijah Moore. After that, it's a lot of question marks. I don't want to talk about Denzel Mims because he didn't do nothing this season. Nothing. Even when we were down multiple wide receivers, we saw nothing from Denzel Mims. And I love Denzel Mims. We had guys come off of the bench after getting picked up like a week before and be able to play and put together, you know, some more stats or get more targets than Denzel Mims did. And he was here the entire year. Big questions there. Big questions. And also Braxton Berrios. All-pro kick returner. I'm just saying, big-time special teams guy. Had a great year for us kick returning. Do you really want to give that away? Do you really want to let that walk into free agency and sign off with another team? We haven't had anybody like that since Roberts. Special teams has been awful until Braxton Burial stepped in this year and got it done. We also took some hits as well. Some hits as well. Some other, some other guys on some other teams, free agents, that we were hoping – will become Jets, got tagged, especially in that tight end market. You had Schultz from the Cowboys, got tagged. Njoku, tagged. A lot of big-time tight ends. Gasecki from the Dolphins, tagged. A lot of big questions. So we're going to be discussing that tonight. Where do New York Jets go for tight end help now? This is something that a lot of people wanted to address. So we're going to get to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Please be patient, everybody. Salute to all the savages in the chat. 343 Fox Den, NYJFL, GH. Salutes to you, GVH. Salutes to Sco, Venom G's, everybody in the chat. You want to know why I call my chat the savages? Why? Because they are savage. <laughs> And it doesn't matter who you are. They get after everybody. doesn't matter. Nobody is safe, not even me. 
please give the stream a thumbs up, everybody. Also, subscribe to the stream as well. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, y'all will be in the know. You like to give to the stream, Super Chat's up there. Cash App is in right on the screen, too, if you'd like to give through the Cash App. Anything you give to the program is greatly appreciated. So we're going to get to these calls. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're talking big trades from Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers signing, but we're talking Jets free agency, particularly this safety position. What are we going to do here? What's the message going forward? First, I'm going to 973. 973, I'm coming directly to you. Salute yeah, to hey, Joe, how are you? For calling in. What's going on, man? Listen, Thanks, give me Joe. your thoughts about this well, Russell Wilson trade to the Broncos, man. That I did find surprising, you know. But then again, the Broncos need a, need a quarterback. They've been on a downward spot for some time now, and they they have kind of lost it. So, you know, for the for the Broncos, you know, that might be a great for a great move, you know, because they because they're in desperate need of a quarterback. Yeah. Now, yeah. right now, so when you Rodgers, I, I mm-hmm. was not surprised by that. You know, I was not surprised by Rodgers because look, we heard this story last year. We know how many came back. So, and this is pointing out the same thing last year. So, what was so new about it? Nothing. So, was I surprised that he signed a deal for that? <laughs> no. Mm. I don't know okay. what everybody thinks they also was surprised, but I'm not. Okay, okay. You weren't surprised. Hey, look, yeah. I respect that. I know that there was a lot of people, there was a lot of hubbub, a lot of rumors flying around that he wasn't even going to be a Packer going forward. Yeah, I mean, some, you know, but they I made some but they handle business. Absolutely. So, when you look yeah. at this New York Jets football team, right? You look at this uh, Jets team, you look at where we're going, you look at what happened in free agency. Is Braxton Berrios a guy that you must resign? Well, I don't know about must resign, but we can, we can use it. We can take all the chances we get. I do like to think that we should get Marcus May back. That was, I think, our best offer. I'd rather take a chance mm-hmm. on those two that somebody was hurt last year early in the season and doesn't show any sign of the promise at all. So, you know, mm-hmm. leave the injury right where they are. Go with uh, go with Marcus May. Go with Barrios because those are going to be our two be- our two best options right there. Now, if I were a mm-hmm. betting man overall, I take May. So, how much are you willing to pay Marcus May? If you're the general manager, what is the cutoff spot for you? Huh. Yeah, I am a numbers guy. Uh, let's let's do this. How about maybe should, okay? How about sixteen million? If Marcus May comes to you and says, "Listen, he's gone through a lot." Ten. Ten million is the most that you're willing. He's getting paid on franchise tax for that. He didn't yeah, want to get franchise. No. He paid him ten million on the franchise tax. So what? If are you? What are you willing to do? What are you willing to do? Are you going to give Marcus May sixteen million if he comes to you and says, "Hey, we've been through a lot. I want to stay a Jet. Give me sixteen million. Are you doing it? Well, you know, first, you know, are you doing you it? You got, you got to prove it. You, I'll, I do it. But you gotta prove it to people you, first before you're worth all that money. <laughs> you have to you have okay. to prove it first. Yeah, but it, you know, so you if you're a general manager, you'll give him sixteen million. Okay. I, I think that's a little that's a little up there for Marcus May, but you know, okay. I can see what you're doing there. So for practice, now if you guys are thinking twenty million, thirty million, you're crazy. I mean he's mm-hmm. not worth that much. Okay. You gotta prove it before okay. you get that kind of money. Yeah. Listen, I I hear I play, what you're I saying. Play so hardball, you, you you yeah, yeah, I understand. You're, you're playing the hardest, you know. You're playing hardball. I get it. All right. So you're willing to give yeah, Marcus May sixteen million. Now let's look at Braxton Berrios. You also talked about possibly bringing about back, back Braxton Berrios. Now Braxton Berrios wants nine million. All right. A lot of Jets fans balking at that. 
are you willing to give up nine million for Braxton Berrios? Nine million is relatively um, easier than say around fifteen, sixteen million. So I would I would think I would sell for nine million. I mean, in this day and age, mm-hmm. that is not you know exactly you know astronomical. Maybe mm-hmm. it was forty years ago, but not in this but not in this generation, not in this era. Okay. Okay. So when you I mean, it's still a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but you know, compared yeah. to what players being paid nowadays, you know, that's just a drop in the bucket. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, look, I hear you, especially like you said as well. Yeah. For me, the kick returnability, the fact that he's a capable, you know, slot wide receiver as well. We saw down the stretch when a lot of guys went down, and there was a lot of issues going on on the football team when our wide receiver core wasn't necessarily performing its best. Braxton Burial stepped up in those games and made some big-time plays for us. And, again, when yeah. he gives us a special team, all-pro kick returner, I could see $9 million. I could see that with all that he brings to the table. You know what I'm saying? Again, everything he does, we've had issues in the past trying to get somebody to produce, to come in and produce for that. So, you know, yeah. I could see that. So as we continue to move I on there. Yeah. yeah. I came yeah. down with a list this morning um, mm-hmm. of all the positions, players, of what they're – I've heard they're getting paid. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I do the, I take these notes down for, for my show on Saturday, and I'm going to discuss that. So as I was going through the list this morning or this afternoon, um, I came up with I came up with some uh, very interesting uh, tag amounts for these uh, positions. Uh, running backs are not. I'm going to go even numbers. You know, uh, 9.7 million wide receivers, 19.5 million rounding it off. By the way. Uh, tight ends, uh, yeah, call it 11 million, it's 10.93, whatever. Just call it 11 million for argument's sake. Uh, defensive linemen, 17.9 million, et cetera, et cetera. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's a pretty big, that's, um, pretty big amount yeah, of attacking yeah, players. Like, exactly. Yeah, it is. And that's why you want to try to get the deal done as much as possible. So, yeah, I, yeah. like I said, you know, we talked about it. There's, there's 9 million for backs and barrels. I could see that. So, as we continue on, my final question for you is, when you look at free agency, yes, you look sir. at the state of the Jets right now, free agency is around the corner. What is a guy that you believe that the New York Jets must walk away from free agency with? Who is the guy that you covet the most that you want oh. to see in green? What I want to see, oh, that's, a, that's a tough one, really. You know, I mean, we haven't gotten free agency just yet. Like you said, the legal uh, free agency is uh, supposed to start in a couple of weeks, so I'll keep I'll keep my eye on it though, because I'm hopefully we're going to get somebody good. We need to we need to get those some good defense. We need to get give me a name. Uh, good give me back. a name. Give me a guy that you're That's trying to right figure now, out. A guy that you're looking at and you're saying, hey, I want to see the New yeah. York Jets come away with him if he's a free agent. Mm, I haven't given too much thought that right now. Maybe we get closer when free agency starts. I'll have a better I'll have a better example. But we are in okay, deep, we are in deep trouble right now. We are in deep trouble right now. You gotta give me. Salute <laughs> 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 we'll to you again. I want to thank him for calling in. We're gonna keep on going. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. I want to hear from you folks. Who are you coveting? Who is the guy that you're looking at in free agency and you're saying, hey, if this guy hits that market, if he does not get tagged, I want to grab this guy. Okay, we've been talking about Gasecki, we've been talking about Schultz, we've been talking about Njoku, all those guys got tagged. Who are we looking at now at tight end as well? I want to hear it. Listen, this is right around the corner, folks. It's right around the corner, and it is coming up. You know what I'm saying? That tag, that tag's coming around. So we're going to continue to the lines again, 
is the number. Call in. Next, I'm going to my guy, Ted. Ted, salute to you. We're coming directly to you next. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, my friend. Listen, there's a lot going on in the NFL right now. Give me your thoughts on this Russell Wilson trade to the Broncos, man. Hey, Joe. Ted, I'm NY Jets Florida in the, in the blog. Um, how are you doing tonight? Oh, what's, what's, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Listen, first and foremost, let's talk about NY Jets FL. This man is a straight savage, okay? He's a savage. Thank you, Joe. Salutes to you, NY. So, listen, man, give me your thoughts on this Thank trade, you, man. How would you feel about it? I think I, I put it in the blog that um, I think kind of gave away a lot. I mean, I think Seattle got a great deal on it, maximized the mm. trade. Um, they got players. They got tight end. They got a defensive player. Got massive draft capital. Mm-hmm. Has won one, um, I think. I think he won one. Um, then threw the pick to, on the goal line. I think he should have won two. But um, yeah. um, I think I think they gave away a lot for a 30-year-old quarterback. And he didn't, he didn't yeah. look great last year, but, I mean, he's still talented and maybe with a new change of scenery and with those kind of wide receivers they have, like Corlin Sutton and those guys, Jerry G, I probably could throw to them and have success on a good day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, well, I'll tell you what. Look, Russell, he's still one of the better quarterbacks in the league and quarterbacks we all know, you know, that's the most important mm-hmm. position in the NFL, and we know that they it, it pays the cost to be the boss there. You trade up for a quarterback, you're going to mm-hmm. pay out your nose. You know, you trade for a quarterback, you're going to pay out your nose. Paying a quarterback that works out for you, you're going to pay out your nose. So it is what it is, especially mm-hmm. when you trade for one of the best. But to me, that really sets – you know, us up for success as well because I feel like that number 10 pick gains value. Give me your thoughts on that. Do you think that the fact that the, the, the Broncos or the uh, Seahawks are now ahead of us, does that really mm. put kind of the fear in teams? Will we be able to utilize that fear to have teams trade up, you know, in, thinking that they're in danger of possibly losing out on a quarterback that they would want? Well, well that's what I put in the uh... – in the in the notes there on the, on your YouTube was um, if they like somebody like Willis, um, mm-hmm. Seattle, if they can't trade for Deshaun, which I'm not sure they they really want Deshaun because of his you know he might have baggage even if everything is settled. I'm not sure if they really yeah. want to go there. Um, mm-hmm. I propose they trade for DK Metcalf. So the uh, the number nine pick that they just acquired uh, Seattle from Denver and Metcalf for our number four and our number 69, which is a third rounder. And that comes, mm-hmm. that actually wow. um, comes out to like equal value on the trade chart. I tried to match that up a little bit. So, mm. so DK Metcalf and number nine for our number four and number 69, which I would really consider. Mm. Uh, so number 10, we could have nine and ten. I could, and then I can get my boy Kyle Hamilton because why would I want? Oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah, what, Joe? Joe, 
Why would Go I ahead, want Marcus ahead, May, Joe? Joe? Why would okay. I want Marcus May at sixteen million when I can sign an edge rusher and mm-hmm. draft Kyle Hamilton, who is way younger and probably more? I mean, his upside is tremendous. Then you mm-hmm. take him, and you can. Uh, I, I put in the uh, put in the notes too. Yep. Um, Darius Smith might be released, and he played with Mosley and also. Uh, Agba from the Dolphins, but I hear he may go back. He's an edge rusher. Yeah. Well, I, and, and I hear your trade proposal there, and that's interesting. I mean, DK, that is high value. He's a guy that a lot of people are talking about, you know, to give up a, a mid-round, mid-first-round pick for. There's been a lot of discussions about him being traded, but I don't know if Hamilton would be there at nine. I don't know about that. I do hear you mm-hmm. there. I, I know you like Hamilton a lot, but I don't know if he'll be there at nine at all. I'm not a big fan of taking the safety in the first round, even then, but I doubt that he's there. But even continuing to talk about, like you said as well, going back to the original trade, I think, again, that puts us in a great position there because I'm telling you, we could Mm -hmm. really utilize this to to just put the fear in teams, especially if they stay there. And I know a lot of people aren't talking about Deshaun Watson. A lot of people are saying, look, I know Deshaun Watson's going through the situation, you know, all this stuff. We will see how that all plays out. But there were already teams and are still teams that have made offers for him, even though he's in the situation that he's in. Okay? That's I mean, there, we, we heard about what happened with the Dolphins, right? Flores, dude, they were willing to, according to reports and according to Flores, right, they were trying to meet this guy on a boat, and he was, <laughs> he, you know, and completely circumvent NFL rules to try to do whatever it took yeah. to get him on that football team. That was one of the issues, though. We'll see how that plays out. But, again, I think Seattle could be in the driver's seat for that. Now, you talked about Marcus May as well. I know that you probably mm-hmm. want to move on from him. Um, you know, you said, hey, you don't want him at $16 million. I don't know about $16 million either. We'll continue to discuss that. But what about Braxton Berrios, man? What are your thoughts about him? Would you resign Braxton Berrios and give him $9 million? No, definitely not. Wow, you wouldn't Can't give Braxton it. Berrios $9 million to stay here? No, I, I don't. I don't think I could do nine million. I mean, that's. I, I, I know. I know he's FF with uh, our quarterback, and they have a. You know, uh, they have a. When it comes to play on the field, we need edge rushers. We need all kinds of players. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a little steep. I think it's a little steep. And I know he's good. I know he does. He's versatile. He does the kick returning. Yeah, and but, Yes, sir. Is it really that steep for a guy that is an all-pro kick returner and a guy that is a reliable set of hands for your young mm-hmm. quarterback? I know you talked about edge rushers. Yes, we need those, right? It's great that you bring mm-hmm. that up. Mm-hmm. Yes, we need those. I've been a guy that has been pounding the table saying, listen, we need an edge rusher. But we also need to do whatever it takes to support Zach Wilson as well. We need to do that too. And bringing back a guy – that has a rapport with Zach, where they built that, you know, that trust within each other on the field and off the field as well, why is that lack important? And also, if you re-sign Braxton Berrios, it also shows the rest of the team that, hey, if you come here and you do it right, if you come here and you rub your butt off and you do whatever it takes to put us in the best position to win on a weekly basis, we'll reward you. What are your thoughts on that, man? I agree with all those points. And that's what they did with Myers. Um, but I just don't feel that $9 million is his value. I mean, I could see a team, a contender, paying him more 
maybe that's the piece that they need to, you know, add to their team to bring them to, you know, the next level. Um, I just, there's so many other pieces that we need and, and 9 million to me, I, I would rather go through the draft and uh, unless he wants to do six or 7 million, he can probably so do endorsements and make, make the 9 million up, make the 3 million yeah, up. Yeah, But are you willing, are you really willing to let him slip away for a measly two to $3 million? We did that with Robbie. No. And people have been screaming ever since Robbie left. You're only about $2 million away, 2 to $3 million away. Why not give him the $9 million and move forward with him? You know, well, that, that, that's I guess my maybe a push game to shove, maybe. But I, on paper, when I see it, um, it's steep. It's steep for, the, for that, that kind of player. But maybe after the $200 million they gave Rodgers, well, they didn't really give him $200 million. Now he's saying no. I'm hearing yeah. that he got $200 million and now he's saying, oh, no, I'm – I, I didn't take that deal, so I don't know what's going on with that with that whole thing. But I understand your point. Yeah, you. I just, you know, on paper, you know, I, I and I know it's hard to say say on paper as a business decision, nine million is is kind of steep. But I, I mean, if they have to pay it, I guess they do. And um, Robbie was to me was a number two anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not sure I wanted to pay him the, you know, that kind of top dollar. So. Yeah. So when you look at, and again, this you've been bringing the fire so far, when you look at the New York Jets right now, a lot of guys that we were coveting are getting tagged, right? We've seen Gasecki get tagged. We've seen Schultz get tagged. We've seen Njoku get tagged. A lot of people mm-hmm. wanted to address the tight end position with one of those guys. When you look at this position now, where do the New York Jets go for a tight end in your mind? Is there a guy that's on the free agency market that you covered? Are you a Zach Ertz guy? Are you, like, who exactly are you looking for now where you're saying, you know what? Those guys are gone, but I can bring this guy in. Um, I could see us get going for like a Ruckert. Uh, he's a New York, he's a Long Island guy, and um, mm-hmm. maybe a, he played Ohio State, and he really wasn't utilized too much, but he, I think he'd be a decent tight end. I don't think we have to – I never thought we could get a Dalton Schultz anyway, and I think that's kind of – that is spending a lot of money on a tight end um, when we could mm-hmm. possibly draft one that may not be up to that level, but – a decent one, better than what we have. We have obviously have to upgrade that position. Um, I don't think we're quite ready to to start with the big bucks to the big players yet. We just have to kind of piece mm-hmm. it up and, and and build our team up a little bit more. So, and and I figured that somebody like a Dalton Schultz or, or or somebody like that would probably want to go to a contender anyway. If he if he was that, that's where I would want to go. I, I don't think I'd want to go to a rebuild. Yeah. I mean, those guys are those guys are gone now. They've attacked. So my final question before I let you go, man, you've been bringing the heat. Mm-hmm. Give me a guy. Now, again, the tampering right around the corner is going to be in the 14th. It's going to start in about a week, right? The last show before that. Give me a guy that you covet right now that's walking into free agency that you're saying, if the Jets come away with this one guy, this is the guy that I want. Who's the guy that you covet the most right now? in free agency that is intact. Okay. I th- I think I would this is this would be my best scenario. Zadarius mm-hmm. Smith from the Packers a linebacker edge and he can he played with Mosley at Baltimore for I'm not sure how many years. Mm-hmm. But he might be a cap casualty. So okay. um if there's no um if there's no trading we stay at four then of course I can take Kyle Hamilton, not sign 
uh, our safety, Marcus May, and get Zedarius. So you get your edge, mm. who's still pretty young and skilled. You know he's going to play. And then you get your, your, uh, your um, you know, what's the right word? Captain of your defense, or sort of. Your, yeah. You know, your back end cover a little bit better. I know it's not mm. a popular call, but I still think that corner and safety have to have to be on the high on the high list to uh, besides uh, pass rusher. If yeah. you can get somebody well, yeah. like that, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, no. Listen, I hear you. Ahead, I, I understand that safety is safety is definitely high on your list, and I get it. But again, there's other safeties in this in this draft as well coming up. Outside of we got Marcus Williams too sitting there in free agency as well. I don't think the Saints are going to tag him. They have cap problems out the wazoo. So he could be a guy that's going to be out there. I like him as well. Uh, There's other guys, Quadre Diggs as well that's out there. Jordan Whitehead up until this point. Now, again, this may happen right as we're talking on this show. But up until this point, none of those guys have been tagged. So those are guys that we can go after, especially a guy, again, in Jordan Whitehead, where if you have questions about Ashton Davis and you don't think that he could be a starter, listen, (laughs) This guy Whitehead could fit yes. straight into that uh, strong safety position. So there's guys in free agency that we could target to sure up the safety position. But I think, again, if we're going into the draft and we're talking about the needs of this football team, you must take edge rush. The reason why our mm-hmm. defense is so bad is because we don't get any pass rush. And I don't think they're taking a safety. No matter how much people consistently talk about, oh, we can put him here, he can rush the edge, he can do that. There's a reason why the record for a safety at the time before we got rid of Marcus or before we got rid of Jamal Adams was like six sacks. You don't rush safeties like that. They don't have the same impact on the game that, you know, a great pass rusher did. That's why back in the day when I was talking about getting rid of Adams, I said, listen, he's a great guy. Yes, he gets after the passer, but his effect on the game is not the same as Joey Bosa. It's not the same. Even though they were pass rushing, he was getting sacked. It's not the same, and we see it on a week-in and week-out basis. And until we get to the quarterback, we're going to keep continue to have the issues that we have defensively. And, again, if you look at our scheme, built from front to back, the Niners, that's that You're right, they got some good yeah. players. Yeah, they got, they got some good players, but these guys aren't like Hall of Famers. You know what I'm saying? But that front, boy, let me tell you something. <laughs> that boy both oh, yeah. get after you. What right, more right. do you want from me? <laughs> But Joe, you're right want. though. You could you could sign you could sign a you could sign a um, free agent safety yeah. and get Thibodeau on the, uh, and the four. You could do it either way. You can yeah. draft yeah. A, well. I'd rather draft a young safety and not pay Marcus May 16 mil, and then sign a uh, you know an edge off a of free agency, or you can mm-hmm. pay May and then Thibodeau and get one of the safeties. Or or yeah. I mean you don't need you don't need another safety. You have May, or you can get the other safety. Yeah. Either way, yeah. Either way, be happy. But I appreciate uh, all your hard work, Joe. Love the show. I know. I know you're about to Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joe. I, have a good yeah, evening. No problem. Before I, you have a good one, man. <laughs> Listen, salute, salute, the, salute to NY Jets NFL. It's great to speak to him. We're going to continue going to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers, okay? We're speaking everything. We're speaking free agency. We're speaking Jess. We're speaking the big trade, Russell Wilson, Calvin Ridley. We're speaking about it all. Next, I'm going to my guy, Jason. Jason, I'm coming directly to you, Steve, Colin, Rusty. Hold on. We'll get to you in a second. Salutes to you, Jason. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Jason, a lot of things going on in the NFL right now, man. New York Jets, we're going into free agency soon. We got some guys that are on this roster. 
Give me your thoughts about Marcus May, man. Is he a guy that you must resign? And if so, how much are you willing to give him? Well, um, thank you for having me on the show, uh, first off. And, um, Salute, man. Opinion, thank you for Marcus calling in. May, in my opinion, Marcus May, I think we should just leave him. Don't, I don't expect the Jets to um, we sign him. From um, We don't know how he is. You know, at first when we drafted him, he seemed like a great player, had great potential. But this is last year we just seen um, with the um, with the tragedy of the DUI and then um, mm-hmm. just him not telling us the Jets. Um, we don't know what he's at in the mental state. And so at this point of the time, I think it'd be best for both parties to move on from each other. Mm. Okay, okay. So when you look at the situation now, right, if you're moving on from Marcus May, what are you doing at the safety position? Is there a guy that you covet in free agency that you think we'll be able to bring in? Um, um, Marcus Williams, the, um, um, the safety you guys were talking about before, um, he's a good player. Yeah, from the Saints, yeah. Yeah, from the Saints. Yeah. Um, you can yeah. get him that. Not only that, you can even go in the draft and draft younger. Um, we actually have one of us, Stacey, Jason Percent. Um, he actually did very well. I like to see um, develop him a bit, and I, to be honest, and draft and just do depth on safety. You know, have a bell on safety and see how well. I don't think the safety is our primary concern as of right now. Mm, okay, so for you, and this is you're bringing some great takes so far. So for you, what is a primary concern that you want to see the New York Jets sure up in free agency? What is the what is the position that you're looking at and you're saying, hey, we must attack this there. Well, to be honest, um, again, I'm hearing reports of Jets are uh, interesting in upgrading center, and I'm very happy with that. I'm not happy with Kevin mm-hmm. McGovern, especially the year of, of um, last season. He was just not doing yep. good, and he was just getting beat. And to be honest, I think the Jets should cut Kevin McGovern and get a top um, center out there. And yeah. with the money we cut from Govan, with the $9 million, we should be able to get a guy out there and we may have to overpay, but the um, like for the Buccaneers guy, um, he's he's an excellent. You know, getting him would be yeah. excellent. Helping Zach Wilson and with the winning game, so it would be excellent. Oh, you're bringing some heat, man. Ryan Jensen is the guy that you're talking about from the Buccaneers. Whoa, let me tell you something. You're talking that talk. That's one of the one of the things I'm thinking as well. Is the New York Jets absolutely must address the center position. And, like, you, I mean, if you want to cut Connor McGovern, I've heard people talking about that as well. That could save the Jets some cap money. But you can also utilize Connor McGovern at the right guards. You know what I'm saying? You can move him over there because he is a, a versatile player. That was one of the reasons why we brought him in. But you're saying you want him gone. I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, upset about that at all whatsoever. So let's, let's go down your path. If you sign Jensen, now you got your center position sh- shored up there. Now there's a hole at right guard because I don't think you're bringing back Connor or you're not bringing back Greg Van Roden, right? That's I'm pretty sure everyone's like he's right. out the door. What are you doing at right guard? Are you bringing back LDT? Are you going to free agency and signing another guy for right guard? What are you doing there? Well, you know, I'm actually um, interested in LDT. You know, I actually will bring him back and see how well mm. he can do for this one-year deal. You know, if he can prove it, we can give him a three-four um, deal um, this season during the season. If it shows he cannot be able to do it, then um, we can go for that for the next. Um, that could be something we can look forward for the next season, off season. 
but um, I'm mm-hmm. very I'm very interested in to try keep him and see if he could be the guy. Greg Warren, I would cut just because I I'm done with him. I didn't want him this last season, and I definitely don't want him on this team. So I would cut him, give us three million to help us in a different situation. Okay, okay. So when you look at the situation at the New York Jets as well, there are also some needs at wide receiver. Man, whoa, we need some guys. Braxton Berrios looks like he's walking into free agency as well. If you're the New York Jets, are you giving Braxton Berrios nine million to stay a Jet? To be honest, I would give him nine to ten million. To be honest, I would give him ten mm. million. And the reason for giving him even ten million at that point is because if you would just give this to a just a receiver, he's just a depth piece. Then yeah, I would understand. Mm-hmm. But he's an, he isn't just a depth piece to us. He's a pro. I mean, he's a, a pro focus uh, returning. He can change plays. I don't mm-hmm. know. If, Remember during the season, um, the Jags, the Jags game. He helped us win that game on that punt returner. I mean, not punt returner, the yep. kickoff return. And so, yep. to be honest, he could be he's very versatile in our offense, and he can help us in multiple ways and help us win. So, in my opinion, he will. He's very much um, easy. I will pay him that money. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I. <laughs> I've been talking about it, and I, at first I was like, uh, $9 million, Braxton? I don't know. But let me tell you something. The more you think about it, the more you think about his returning ability, the more you think about some of the things that we did at slot with him there, it's like $9 million, I mean, that's kind of – it's not a big deal, especially when you look at what some of these wide receivers are going to get. He's a slot guy, works, you know, works, in, uh, works in our special teams too. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Not a big deal for me. And, again, a lot of people – yeah, exactly, and he produced. A lot of people saying, hey, we only want to give him $7 million, maybe $6 million. Dude, that's like, you know, two, $3 million. <laughs> Why let him walk away for that? Why not keep the guy? And he was healthy as well. There was a lot of injuries amongst our wide receiver core. He was a healthy guy. He was out there, you know, helping out when things were going awry. Braxton Barrios was a guy that Zach Wilson could count on. He was getting him the ball. So I respect that take as well. Now, when you look at the New York Jets tight end position, there's some needs there. Gasecki, Schultz, and Joku all tagged. Where do you think the New York Jets go to solve this tight end position spot now? Is there a guy out there in free agency, maybe a Zach Ertz, an Ebron? Or are you willing to just say, hey, screw that, I'm going to the draft? Well, my one of my favorite things I wanted us to do as a um, as the tight end position were to draft um, our number one tight end um, on the board, and I think mm-hmm. that's very possible with our second round picks. If we may need to move up, we have the we have the um, draft capital to do that. But um, mm-hmm. and even and there's some players we want to move as well. So I for this free agency, I would like to see the Jets just to get the depth of our tight ends, switch out these tight ends that we have, which is, is a disaster at this point, and bring some people that mm-hmm. can um, help with this new off, with um, with our, um, just bring the depth of our tight ends. So if one of us, mm-hmm. one of our top tight ends goes down, the other one can just step in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, and again, there's a lot of tight ends as well, you know, coming out of the draft. That's where I think you are just to go at this point, especially – Again, I was big on Gasecki. We watched him cook us week in and week out. I know a lot of people love Schultz, but I was saying to myself, Trey McBride could be there, you know what I'm saying, in the draft we're at. A lot of people saying that he might be, you know, bottom of that first round, top of the second. This tight end position is so deep in this draft. It's insane. Likely, 
We talked about record on the last one. There's so many guys out there that we could actually end up targeting that could come in here and really help us. So, I mean, it sucks to see those guys get tagged, but uh, we're definitely not going to die here because, again, there's so many guys in this draft at tight end. It's a very, very deep class there, and we've got a lot of picks, so we can definitely do that. So when you look at this position right now, free agency is around the corner. My final question for you, who's the guy that you covet the most in free agency? With tampering starting on the 14th, a couple days, you know what I'm saying, next week, who's the guy that you're looking at right now saying the Jets must come out of free agency with this guy? Who's the guy you covet the most right now that isn't tagged? Well, to be honest, I'm, the, what I'm about to say is going to shock most people, and um, I don't, I don't expect the Jets to do this. But if I was the, if I was the GM, I would go after Robert Allison and pay him twenty mil. Allen Robinson? Yes. The wide receiver? Okay. okay. Yes. Okay. I don't know about twenty twenty million dollars. That's that's. That's a bit much. Okay, twenty million. We may have to overpay because of the market. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see how the market plays out for him. He's definitely in a different position. But I will tell you, Allen Robinson. Yes, I definitely hear you there. That's a solid take right there. I respect that. I definitely respect that take. Listen, you had a call, man. Audience, give this man a hand, man. Give him a hand. This guy deserves it. Give it to Jason Garrett. Whoa, 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 not too much. <laughs> not too much, guys. All right, we're getting started with this early. Let's not, let's not clap too much. I don't pay for that, all right? This guy, he wants to give Allen Robinson $20 million. I ain't got $20 million, all right? I'm not paying you all that much to clap for that long, okay? But listen, salute to you, Jason. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, my friend. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. You have some great takes tonight, man. Thank you for having me, and um, I hope our future is bright for this offseason. Absolutely salutes, man. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. We're talking Jets free agency. We're talking re-signing. We're talking about it all, man. What does this team need to do to continue to address positions here? So next I'm going to my guy, Rusty. Steve, Colin, I'll come to you in a second. Salutes to you, Rusty. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, my friend. Listen, there's a lot to talk about. You look at this situation right here. Broncos went and got themselves a quarterback, you know what I'm saying, and Russell Wilson. What are your thoughts about this trade, man? I know you I know you were probably sitting back like, what is going on, dude, out here? Uh, Give me your thoughts on this, man. Oh, what's up, Joe? Salute, Savages. Up, oh, man? my God. I'm jumping at the bit. I love it. Oh, my God, I really yeah. am. It's so good. <laughs> oh, man, if I can look at Jamal's face, I want to be that mirror on that wall so badly right now. Oh, man. Talk about the weak hawks. Oh, my God. Oh, oh I'm, I'm so happy. And, you know, I know I can't curse on your show, but I am, like, I had, a, some yeah, blood, I had to put in what I usually call the, 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 the hawks, whatever, and I had to substitute yeah. it and put the weak hawks in. So that's what you guys get. You guys get the weak hawks part. Oh, I'm happy. Oh, it sets up my plan beautifully. I love it. I'm the yeah. mad scientist of yeah. it all. That's why I returned as the Jedi. Good God. So what, so what are your thoughts now? Now with them sitting at nine, what are your thoughts about how, does that, how do you think that impacts our draft capital and the value of it? Do you think it makes it go up? 
Oh, my. Oh, man. It's soaring through the roof. And that's what's going to be great, too. I really see a battle, maybe for four, because everyone's looking at, you know, the weak walks as they might be getting, you know, a quarterback now. They might go for Malik. That kid's pretty nasty, yeah. and he's probably going to have to work on yeah. him, you know, similar to how, um, what's his name, who the Niners got. But, um, you know, he might have to just sit for a year or whatever. And mm-hmm. that could trigger also Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh come down, throw everything they have for us to come at four. I would do that in a heartbeat. I'm not, there's no Ed Reed safeties in this draft. And if there was, you know, how good was Ed Reed if, you know, you didn't have pressure to the quarterback? He wasn't doing much. You know, I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And same thing with Dawkins. You know, that's my favorite guy of all time, Dawkins. You know, if safeties mm-hmm. aren't concerned. But, mm-hmm. you know, you, like you said, you need it up front. My guy, you got to get Dean. I don't care. No matter what, you got to get Dean. I see it. You know, he, he's, he, you know. Georgia, those bull, those dogs got it, man. It's so funny how yeah. Jamal left because he wanted dogs, and we're going to be bringing them in, and we already have. Oh, karma. Oh, I hey, love can it. You I, imagine, like, I have a grin bigger imagine, than the Jokers. Dude, can you imagine <laughs> doing all that stuff that you did from telling people in the parking lots that you wanted to be a Dallas Cowboy to you, you know, doing interviews with – with reporters bashing the Jets, doing whatever you, you said, all this stuff to get off this team, going to the Seahawks and saying, hey, I'm going to be a winner forever. And then next thing you know, things are breaking down and you don't have a quarterback anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more like a plane crash. It's great. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's glorious. I didn't like him when we had yeah. him, honestly. I really didn't. I was probably one of those guys. And, you know, at the time when I did have Twitter, you know, before I got kicked out for making fun of, uh, what was it, the Wolverine guy? Go figure. Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. But whatever. <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't stand him. I, I, I'm a big person on attitude, and I could see right through yeah. And I could tell what kind of dude he was yeah. in, in college. First, he just tried to better his old man, you know, not even humbly, just like, you know, pompous. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, it is what it is. And then, you know, he yeah, puts his foot in his mouth. And he has some yeah. great hands. Let me tell you, I haven't seen cinder blocks like that since the mafia dropping people off bridges. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And now, now, well, now he's gone. And so we're looking at the situation now of the New York Jets free agency. Oh, and I want to ask you this question, man. There's a lot of talk about guys that we want to get, guys that we want to grab, right? And Joe Douglas has been the guy that's been here. We've seen him let go Robbie. We've seen him be close on guys. I remember we were really close on a big offensive lineman that ended up going back to New England a season ago and, He's been out there. There's been a lot of feelers. Are you concerned that Joe Douglas won't be able to close deals with free agents that he covets? Are you concerned about that going into this upcoming free agency period? Not at all, because he doesn't lack moral fiber, and guys can see that. You know, that's a huge mm-hmm. thing as a man-to-man. You know, like, you're not going to BS me. I'm not going to BS you. You know, if you want to go do your thing and, you know, you want to market yourself, you're more than free to. But, you know, how you view, remember, there's a team that you're coming down to. So keep yeah. that in mind, you know, as you go to market yourself. Do what you got to do. You know, you're a free man. Go do it. You know, I don't blame you. I'm not going to try and keep money out of your pocket. But don't hurt this team in the process. Otherwise, you will be gone like that guy, Goose. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> so, so when you look at some of the guys that we have here, you know, currently that are, you know, going in and testing free agency, guys that we're looking to resign, Marcus May, I think, is a name on everybody's mind. 
What are your thoughts about him, man? Do you want to see New York Jets bring him back? And if so, if you're the Jets general manager, what is the most that you would be willing to give him to keep him a Jet? The most I'd be willing to give him is a breathalyzer. That's that's it. You know, like you, you like honestly, like you, you sit there and you want to try and like pigeon wing me, you know, strong arm me, do all that type of stuff behind my back, and then try and put your stock up, which you know, good, do it. But you're not going to be telling me about that big freaking monster that's hiding underneath your bed so much so that he's coming out the closets too. Come on. Yeah. And now you go and blow your Achilles. Have fun with the boot, bro. Honestly, you mm. know, like, I don't know what to tell you. You could have been a man, you know, told me. But that's it. You mm. wanted to play that tricky thing. You know, we could have went a different route. You know, the Jets, they would have probably kept it in-house. You know, they weren't going to throw a man under the bus like that. Things happen. It's understandable. Mm. But when you go about it like a child and it's like, you know, did you clean your room? Yeah. Is everything under – what, you just take all your toys and all your clothes and throw it underneath your bed in your closet? No. Go and check both. Where are they? In the – you know, that type of deal. So it's like, you know, you got to give him, you know, you got to give him a little bit of a spanking. That's it. Don't ground the kid. Right? You know, show him yeah. what the thing is like, and that's it. Don't make the same mistake twice. Fortunately, he did, and he, you know, hit the hand that fed him. See ya. Don't let the Gord Lord split you with his, you know, what's that? So if you're willing to hit you with yeah, his so, right, quick you. Or whatever, I messed up. Yeah. I, I <laughs> hear you. Listen, I hear you, Rusty. So if you're willing to move on from him, right, you, you're pushing Marcus May out that door. You're saying, hey, he can move on. I get yeah. it. Health concerns, character concerns. I, I, who are you bringing in to figure out that free safety position? Because without Marcus May, now you're walking into the mist with Aston Davis, and that is not a good good spot to be in. Yeah, that's no man's land. I'm with you. To figure out this, <laughs> who are you bringing in? Yeah, who are you bringing in in free agency to figure out the safety position? Safety, I'm drafting somebody late. No way am I even uh, – no way. First is not even a thought. I'm not even thinking safety until, like, maybe fifth, fourth around there, or if we get picks in the sixth. Who knows what's going to happen. What, what about, but, um, what about a my guy, guy like I would look for. Would you go after I was Marcus just about to say that. Okay. okay. Yeah, and I think he would come. I would go right – that's where I would head for, man. Saints are in capital hell mm-hmm. or in whatever they call it. Uh, yeah, whatever. But yeah. – um. That's that's why we're and the, and the kid's good. He's smart. He's got his head on his shoulders, and you know he he can be a bull hawk too. You know he doesn't have cinder blocks. Good. Think on his own when you know things go a little haywire. When you know a quarterback breaks out, you know things collapse. You know it happens, and you know he he doesn't get flustered in a way. You know, and that's mm. I, I can tell that too because the Saints do have a really good you know defensive backfield. They really didn't. They got Adobo, Adabo, who I really wanted last year at corner. I wanted him bad. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like how their secondary is. The Aints are, you know, the Aints, I think they're going back to that. Mm-hmm. But they do have a good secondary. And even when they were the Aints, they always had a good defense, which is weird. When they yeah. won, they didn't have a good – well, yeah, we all know that. But, so, yeah, so, when you, so when you look at the situation, because if you're saying, hey, I'm going to get, you know, Marcus Williams to sure up this, that free safety position, and you're willing to move forward with him and Ashton Davis, which is, is fine, you're letting Marcus May walk mm-hmm. away. When you look at the offensive side of the ball, I'm thinking the New York Jets should also look to address this offensive line, right? There's big holes there. Yeah. Are you a guy that's looking to bring back LDT? Or do you want to explore other options as far as that right guard position? Are you looking at Brandon Sheriff? Are you looking at any other guys to kind of bring in along that offensive line to really better it to help protect Zach Wilson? 
sheriff, no, I'm I'm boarding up the house and telling them no, it's you know it's wanted. You're not allowed to come here, especially with your injury history. Mm. It's not happening. And uh, mm. the one, I, I love the doctor. LDT is awesome. I I thought we already sold, uh, signed him, or he wants to come back. I would take him back absolutely, and then I would go grab mm. the dude from um, San Fran. I don't know why his name always slips my mind. That guard. Lake or, and Tompkins. Um, I think like, you're talking about Lake and Tompkins. Oh, did they? Is he gone, or did they franchise him? I don't. I don't. I, don't, I haven't heard about him being franchised yet. Because that's the guy that I would want. Either him or the dude from um, Chicago. Their guard. James Daniels. I don't know if yeah. he's franchised. James Daniels. Yeah, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's franchised yet either. But those are the two. Yeah, I don't believe he is at this point. point. Okay. Those yeah, I don't believe he guys. is at this point. But that. Yeah, that could sure up that. That could sure up that that right guard spot, especially a guy like Daniels. He can definitely come in and. Yeah. He would be dominant there. That's, yeah. a, that's a really good guard. So when you look at this, and he's position, used to though, playing cold weather that, too, man. Yeah, I'm also a guy yeah. that kind of wants to get away from Connor McGovern. Would you like oh, yeah. to see the New York Jets go after Ryan Jensen? Uh, it's weird. I mean, I I don't like I I don't like him at center. I like Patterson. Patterson is not available in this draft, obviously. You know, so I mean, mm-hmm. hoping for number two. But then, who knows how it's going to fall? I mean, I've been seeing in different mocks that Linderbaum could fall to like 35. I mean, oh, or, you know, whoever knows. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So, like, I, I don't know. I'm a first-round type of dude where no matter what, I'm grabbing Dean. If we're trading back, I'm grabbing him at 10. I don't care. Like, you know, okay. him, him no matter what. But then after okay. that, I mean, I'm up for a Linderbaum. Um, I don't want, like, you know, Akeem or, or whatever. I, I think the right tackle's pretty much shirt up. Same thing with the left because they're going to be battling back and forth with um, – mm-hmm. You know, Fant and Beckton. But, you know, you're going to want to do get a dude in there. I wouldn't be objective to, if we did get more picks and stuff, to getting Kennard in, like, the third or something, too. I like that case. Mm-hmm. You can switch him, too, at right tackle and right guard. You know, possibilities mm-hmm. are endless. That's why I love this draft. I would give no capital away. I'm not giving anything. I'm only grabbing everything like a greedy kid at the dinner table. That's it. I'm just getting fat yeah. on cake. And, 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 that's what I want. Yeah, and that's. And that's, that's one of the things. That's why, you know, a lot of people are talking about, you know, the offensive line and what we should do along it. I think that, again, getting Daniels and maybe getting some – maybe Jensen and Daniels, you know, in free agency would definitely sure. But that also opens up the possibilities for us in the draft. Because like you said as well, that number yeah. four pick all of a sudden becomes a bit more expendable unless a guy like Kayvon Thibodeau is there or a big-time pass rusher. I can't stand him. I'm sorry, Joe. Like I know him. you love him. <laughs> I, uh, I, I know, I know, Rasty, but let me tell you something. The kid yeah, is I know. Good. <laughs> <laughs> the kid is good, you know what I'm saying? The kid is good, you know what I'm saying? He can do uh, his thing. Oh, so, attitude listen, isn't. But unless, oh, okay, you know, that's to be seen. But unless you get a guy, because, again, he's at the combine testing out of the water. But I'll tell you what. Yeah, but he you, walked out of the like, combine, yeah. too. He's going to run on his pro day. Everybody's all upset about that. He's going to do his own. He said that. I'm going to do it on my own Yeah, pro but day. you don't. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I understand. Here we go. Out of a combine. Here we That's go. like Listen, me landing walk- like a crazy awesome job from MIT and then Listen. just walking into the place and being like, ah, you know what? You guys no. can see me at MIT and just walking back there. Listen. Listen. Like, he's what? doing his thing. He, are, he told people he's going to do his stuff on his combine or do his stuff on his pro day. So that's not a big deal to me. But the point is, is that. 
if you have, you know, unless there's a pass rusher there, you can also play with that. You can start to trade down. You can gain even more yeah. capital and still get some of the guys. And, again, there's a lot of pass rushers in this draft. you got Jermaine Johnson that could still be there. There's other guys that could still be there a little bit later on in the draft. A lot of people are talking about Boye Mafi. He's moved up. There's a lot I of I love him. That's my dude. I love that guy. Yeah, so Boye Mafi, I lot. love that kid. Yep. There's a lot of talk about that. So as we continue yeah. on and we talk about this, this offense, Braxton Berrios, this is my final question for you, man. Braxton Berrios. Berrios. What is the max that you are giving him to keep him a Jet, man? What is the max that you're giving him? I already, are you willing to give him I already have his replacement in my head, but, um, <laughs> I, I mean, the max, I swear to God, I, Kyle Phillips, I grabbed in a second in the draft. But, um, wow. Yeah, like it's like that, Joe. Oh, yeah, it's like that okay. big time. But, but why? Um, my, my question is, why, why are we uh, – this is my question for you, Rusty. Why are you not re-signing Braxton Berrios when this guy is showing you – I never said I was Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. You said you had his replacement yeah, in your yeah, head. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, yeah, I go, do. Go ahead. But, um, I mean, I would still grab him regardless. But, um, I mean, I'd give him seven mil and be like, look, man, I know what you did. I know what you're capable of. But the realistic part of it is, is you are, you know, third – fourth wide receiver it is what it is but there's no denying how valuable you are to us as special teams so i'll guarantee you the seven two go get it yourself give you some initiatives you know i'll give you bonuses that way you can hit it you can hide it throw it underneath the cap get more dudes because then you know baby huey's going to want to get paid after next year yeah yeah but we'll see i mean nine but it's two million Two million to let a player like that walk away, a player that has built a yeah, lot of continuity then, with your quarterback, a player that has also shown you he can remain healthy, and a player that also is an all-pro kick returner. And for everybody going, well, we can just find his replacement here, there, left and right, everywhere, right? We said the exact same yeah, but, thing when we let Roberts go. We, let, we said the exact yeah, but, same thing. We said we will find a kick returner somewhere else, and our special team stunk until Brad Yeah, but Roberts was a $3 million. Roberts was a $3 million dude, you know? Berrios isn't that. Because Berrios is, you know, val- like not taking anything away from, you know, Roberts. But, like, you know, Berrios was playing on special teams and on the offense fluidly. I was about to say, so, exactly. But so why not? $7 million is still good, million. dude. And then, plus, and then plus you give him an extra $2 million that you can hide underneath from the cap so that, you know, okay. you don't have to get hit with all those so you could sign more and other players. That's what I'm saying, because you're going to have all the other guys, you know, baby QE's coming up. Oh, you know, people are coming up sooner than you expect. And yeah, you know, yeah, but it's only two million. I hear what you're saying, but to me, Russ, but it's then if you, it's million. only two million, two million to million him, to a guy like that. then you could, then you could have to do it to other people. Think, and it could be like, oh, one million here, 500,000 here. Before you know it, that's an extra $10 million between like five people. You know, it adds up quick oh. or three people. Numbers. Listen, I tell you, but it's true. I understand. I understand, but it's only. I mean, to me, hey, it's only two million. The Jets right now at this point have forty-eight million according to no cap. cap. Yeah, but we'll see how that goes. So, Rusty, before I let you go, man, give me a guy that you covet that you're. We're going in free agency. It's right around the corner. Legal tampering is coming up, I believe, on the fourteenth. Give me a guy that you would love to see the New York Jets come away with in free agency. Who's the guy that you covet the most? Hmm. Free agency? Well, mm-hmm. Probably probably Williams, the kid from the Saints at safety. Just okay. to stir that up a little bit. And uh, okay. would I, wait, would I be able to do one quick shout-out? Would that be cool, Jeff? Never really did one before. Yeah. 
Yeah, go, right? go ahead, go ahead. Uh, give, it, go ahead, go ahead. give a shout-out to NFL Chaos, uh, you know, with Jeremy. And he would like to do, you know, invite you on to his podcast, too, Joe. He's a Jets guy as well oh. and just talks everything sports. So I think he's in your, oh, yeah. your chat right now on YouTube. So, yeah, you guys linked up. You guys are awesome. And just make that, you know, gangrene fam just that much bigger. And he's in uh, Cali himself. So. Yeah, okay. Awesome. Listen, anytime anyone wants to hit me up, listen, hit me up on social media. Let me know. And we can go back and forth and set it up. I love talking Jets football. I love talking football with everybody. So, listen, Rusty, I'm going to have to let you go. Lines are on fire. Salute you. <laughs> I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. You Salute have a good you. one, man. Salute to Rusty. I want to thank him for calling in. Rusty brought fire, man. He brought straight fire. Okay? We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Again, when you call in, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. Don't call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. My system, I can see you. All right? But the lines are hot tonight. We got callers. Just be patient. We'll listen to everybody's takes, okay? Also, please give that stream a, my stream a thumbs up. Subscribe if you have not subscribed, and hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know, all right? And salutes to all the savages in the chat. We're going off. It's time. It's talking free agency. We're talking jets. We're talking it all, all right? So next, going to my guy, Colin. Steve, another caller will call, come to you in a second. Salutes to you, Colin. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Colin, we are talking jets right now. Free agency, Marcus May, guy that's walking into free agency, man. Give me your thoughts about him, and would you bring Marcus May back? Would you look to re-sign Marcus May? And if so, what is the most that you would give him? Uh, hey, good evening, Joe. Um, Marcus May, if 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 we were going to keep him, which I don't want to keep him, um, but if mm. if we had to, I would probably do twelve to 14 um that's what i would give him um okay but yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not really high on on bringing him back in any case because i think you already know you know the guy that i would prefer to have on the team is hamilton um but <laughs> re- really quick because i'm not i'm not going to be on long joe but so so here here's my take here. on, on you know a lot of questions you asked so far so okay with with the four the top four picks we have i i think the way that we have to address it is if if we are if we're not going after Hamilton at four because he's not going to be there at ten then we then in my opinion we need to go out and sign a safety and and and, and pay, we are going to have to overpay for you know whoever that guy is and that that pretty much goes for in my opinion for the free agents that we're going to be signing you know if it's the guard. Whoever it is that we're going to sign in free agency is probably not going to be a position we're going to um, address with the first four picks. So, in my opinion, try to go out and get, you know, the the best free agent guy why, at whatever position. Why you, not? You know, why do you think? Why not? Because I could see us. I, I could see us grabbing an edge in free agency and then drafting edge as yeah. well. So I could see us doing that. I could see us grabbing an edge in free agency, a guy like Hassan Riddick, and I could also see us drafting edge at 10 or four if it's there, if Kayvon Thibodeau is there. I, I could see that happening at 10, but at four, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that will happen because we, already, we still have a guy named Carl Lawson on the team. So Yeah, but Carl um, Lawson, Carl Lawson. And, and there's just so many other needs that we have, right? 
Yeah, yeah, but Ed, no, like literally that, but one, there's still it's, so many it's like literally one A, one B. Yeah, but Edge is right. one of the biggest needs on the team. Edge and offensive line is one of the biggest needs on the team, hands down. We haven't had a pass rusher since Edge. John Abraham. That was years ago. So when you look at this situation here, if Kayvon Thibodeau is there at four, you're taking Edge. I can see us again. If, if, if we don't if, take if, Edge at four, we take somebody else. I can see us taking Edge at 10 if Jermaine Johnson is there. So we could definitely sign my, Edge. My first priority is, 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 is and to also take draft the Edge. Edge I would definitely take the edge at four, right? So if, if Thibodeau is there, obviously Hutchinson okay. will be there. You know, um, I, have, I have no issues taking the edge at four. If Thibodeau and, mm-hmm. and, you know, Hutchinson is not there at four, then, you know, they really need to put on the thinking cap and decide what they're going to do next with that pick. Um, but mm-hmm. like I say, if, if some positions are addressed in free agency, like if they address the guard position in free agency and we're able to go out and get like a really top, free agent guard, then I don't think we need to address the guard position in the first four picks in, in, in the draft. Yeah. Um, because I mean, there's just so yeah, many other needs that we like have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I, mean, look, I think, yeah, we don't need think, like four yeah. guards. We only, only need one. Go ahead. Right. Right. So I think what, what we're going to see is whatever they address in, in the free agent, like, you know, let's say we go out and we find an Allen Robinson or something like that then you're not going to see them addressing the wide receiver in the top four picks. There's just, you know, there's corner, there's safety, there's edge, you know, there's just so many other positions. So, um, you know, just, just my two cents that I think, however, you know, what the, the players we're going to sign in free agency, you know, the mm-hmm. positions we're going to sign in free agency are, is, is not going to be the positions that we're going to address in those first four picks. That's, you no, know, I just wanted to put that out there and, um, yeah. yeah. No, listen, I, I, I hear you. I could be wrong. So. Yeah, no, I hear you there. But like I said, I, I could see us grabbing an edge rusher and then grabbing a number one and four, especially, again, when you look at what's happening with Carl Lawson. I understand people are saying we got Carl Lawson. Carl Lawson coming off of a torn Achilles. There's no guarantee that he comes back 100% or even close to what he was before he tore that Achilles. And the Jets have no luck here. We have no luck as a franchise. So just depending on that, I think would be very dangerous. But I hear your take there. So my final question for yeah. you is, when you look at this situation, Braxton Berrios walking in, you also walking you know, into free agency. You also got Jamison Crowder and Keelan Cole walking into free agency as well. How many of those you got are you going to try to keep? Would you try to keep all three of those guys, or do you only want Braxton Berrios and Jamison Crowder? What are you doing there with those guys? How many of those guys are you resigning? Well, you know, Barry, the thing is, I think, you know, they, they, they should try to re-sign Barrios, but at, at, at the rate we're going right now, I'm mm-hmm. not seeing it happening. Um, you know, Joe, Joe Douglas, in my opinion, has a, a set amount. He probably wants to pay Barrios, and, you know, I'm sure they, they offered him, right, a number, mm-hmm. but Barrios probably feels like, hey, you know what, I need to see what's, available out there as well. So I think, yep. um, you know, we're, we're not going to know what's going to happen with Barrios until Barrios is able to go into the free agency market to see what, you know, other teams are offering him because it's yeah. obvious that whatever number was presented to him right now, he's not happy with that yeah. number. Um, okay. Look, I, I in my you. opinion, the maximum I will give him is $8 million. I'm not, I'm okay. not going past there. I feel like 8 is already um, a stretch. Okay. No, I hear you there. I, I hear a lot of people, but I'll tell you what, not, 
nine million, I, I wouldn't mind. You know, that's a million away. If I got to give him nine to keep him, I'm gonna keep him. So before I let you go, man, this is my final question. You brought the heat tonight. What is the free agent that you covet the most? What is a guy that you look at and you say, hey, if the Jets come away from free agency with this guy, I, I'm feeling good about this situation. Who's the guy that you want to see signed the most in free agency by the Jets? Well, the way I look at it, if we come away with a wide receiver, a guard, a safety then I'm happy with any one of those guys. But if, if, if we, if we're not drafting, give me a name, give me a guy, give me, give me a name of a guy. I'll give you a name. But if we're not addressing, if we're not drafting Hamilton at four, then let's go get Marcus Williams from the Saints. That's that's my my take. Yes. Listen, I hear you there, Colin. Listen, Colin, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You have yourself a good one, my friend. All right, Joe. Take care, buddy. All right. Salute to Colin as well, man. Colin called in with the fire. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Please give the stream a thumbs up. Also, subscribe to the stream as well if you have not. Hit that notification bell if you'd like to give to the stream. Super Chat's there. Cash App is on the screen if you'd like to go that way. Anything you give to the stream is greatly appreciated. Also, share the stream with your friends and your family. You know what I'm saying? Helps the stream get noticed. You know what I mean? Helps the Helps my show get noticed. <laughs> Salute to everybody that does that. So we're going to get back to these lines. Chris, I'm coming directly to you. Steve, other caller, please hold. We're coming to you in a second. Salutes to you, Chris. We missed you last week. Glad to have you back on this week. You know, I really enjoy hey, talking to you about this football team, man. Listen, we got a lot going on. Free agency is right around the corner. Are you re-signing Marcus May? If so, how much are you giving him a season, man? Man, that's a tough question. Um I mean, uh, it's better to, you know, it's cheaper to keep her. I mean, what you, you think it, you know, but, uh, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what they, what the Jets' uh, plans are in free agency around pass rushers, around uh, signing free agency. So that's a big question mark, man. I, I, I mm-hmm. don't know. I, I believe he can't be asking for too much. Uh, when he was out there, he was a productive player, and he may be motivated to come back to show he's, he's an elite safety. So, it's a short, it'll be a short-term contract, so, I mean, it may make sense, man, you know, and, and dress mm-hmm. other positions on the team and bring in some pass rushers Would, in this team. So. Does the fact that he tore his Achilles and that, that surprise DUI that we got from him, does that make you question giving him any type of money? Um, in in some cases, yeah, but, Mark, if we if we know Marcus May from, from – um, Florida, from you know him from dealing with uh, Todd Bowles. Marcus Mead has been always a leader uh, in the locker room with guys take ownership uh, for his uh, actions. And, you know, I think that, you know, we all make, we all do dumb stuff. So, you know, we can, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we can move forward. But this guy has been a, uh, a leader in the locker room, leader in the team. He hasn't been a really, other than the contract, this, uh, the contract stuff, you know, really has been a problem. But it's cheaper mm-hmm. to keep him and then maybe add on, uh, you know. So I think that we need as much, uh, you know, good deals as possible because I believe the big money uh, free agents should be spent on, you know, the skill positions and uh, pass rushers. Okay. So when you look at – you just talked about a big name for agency, looking at pass rushers. What's a pass rusher you covet? I'm really big on Hassan Riddick. Is that a guy you want to see the New York Jets go after? Yeah, I mean that, that's a guy you look at. Uh, it, you know, you want a pass rusher like that. 
Uh, also, you want to, may actually want to be looking at uh, the trade market. Um, the, uh, the guys from the Vikings may be available. Dionetta Hunter, I believe he is. He may be available. Mm-hmm. He's, he's really good pass rusher. Uh, we need to get somebody in here that, that's uh, that's good. And, um, you know, I think the premium position, is, you know, is a pass rusher. As you said the last call, we haven't had a pass rusher since uh, John Abraham. And that's a must, especially now that Russell Wilson is in the uh, is in the in the uh, in the AFC, AFC and all these quarterbacks in there. You need pass rushers and and and, and great defensive linemen, man. Uh, you yeah. know that's that's the way you're gonna win here and running the football. Yeah, and even before, yeah, and even before you know Russell Wilson was in the AFC, we still had Lamar Jackson, we still had Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, AFC. <laughs> yeah, it's very really tough, you man. You cannot. It's, it changed, man. Yeah, if you, if, if you can't rest the passion in the NFL, yeah, if you can't rest the passion in the NFL, you're going to have big issues. And that's why it's I old. think a lot of Jets fans, and, and I, yeah, and I have a lot of discussion as well, you know, with multiple Jets fans, and they talk about, you know, safety being an issue. And it's like, yeah, but we don't have a pass rusher. Like, if you don't have a pass rusher, especially yeah. in this defense, a lot of people talking about how bad the defense was. I want to tell y'all a secret. We don't have the personnel to really run this defense effectively. I'm just wanna. That's a little secret right. between me and y'all. All right. <laughs> I've been trying to tell yeah, you right, this. Man. I, 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 agree Coast, with I, you. I watch San Francisco. We ain't got no pass rusher, dog. And when you don't have a pass nope. rusher, things are not gonna work. You know what I'm saying? So when you continue right. to look at this Jets football team, though, Chris, because you're bringing the heat so far, man. I'm looking at the offense, and I'm saying there definitely needs to be some improvement up front on this line. Are you willing to bring back LDT? Or do you want to go elsewhere and see the New York Jets sign a guard, maybe a Sheriff, maybe a Daniels? What are you doing along this offensive line to really improve it to protect Zach Wilson? I believe we should bring back LVT. Also, I believe we should uh, should explore the uh, free agent market for a guard to concern. And um, okay, so you, you want know, LDT to be I like depth? Yeah. Because the because everyone wants to draft offensive linemen, and usually offensive linemen are are, are good offensive linemen are are a good offensive linemen. It's a mixture of young um, young guys and veterans, uh, you know, at the same time. So, you know, I think that it's it's good. And let me just tell you something, man. Uh, you ain't gonna have to worry about seventy seven. I mean, uh, you know, from New York, got some got some. Context number seventy seven is coming back with a vengeance next year, and will be I'm like tough. I told you last year about about um uh, T J Moley Mosley, mm-hmm. uh, number seventy seven is going to be the offensive MVP of the team mm. without a doubt. Mark it so, down this show. So give me this. There's been a lot of hate. You talking about you know Beckton? There's been a lot of hate, man. I remember watching a you know the video of him at the gym and reading the comments under, yeah. and there were Jets fans bashing him call him, you know, a fat kid and all this other stuff. What are your thoughts on some of the hate that Beckton gets from this fan base? Something, you know, man. Like, go ahead. Y'all, let me know. I mean, y'all Jeff fans, man, y'all got to understand that this is, you know, this, some people take this seriously, man. And, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like I guess people just punch the, the, the clock and people just say things or have comments and don't think this is serious. My guy Beckton is serious about football, man. I'm just going to mm. <laughs> I mean, dead serious <laughs> about football, man. And it's yeah. dangerous as heck. I feel like I want to draft Kayvon Thibodeau, bring him in here. Anybody, yes, I pray for anybody going against that man next year. Pray for him. 
because mm. that man mm. is, is on on some on some next level stuff, man. Y'all y'all really don't have any idea what y'all doing, man. Y'all, yeah. <laughs> you know that man is yeah. that man is. I'm telling yeah. you. And when what you, I told you last year about T.J. Mosley, yeah. I'm telling you, the offensive MVP of the New York Jets next year will be Mekhi Becton. Mm. I can't wait. I what can't wait to see that now. Yeah, as you're talking about this Jets mark football team, there's also I mark I'm marking it down. I'm marking it down. I listen, I see the fire in him. I see that he's letting this motivate him. Marking, but as mark, you look at this down, bro. <laughs> as you as you look at this team though, you look at the other side on the trenches, you look at this defensive line, there's a guy, Fadu Kasi is gonna be out there as well. Do you think the New York Jets should re sign and bring him back? Now here's the thing, you know. This weekend changed everything for me. And let me tell you why. A lot of Jeff fans get, get mad at me when I say, say things. And, you know, I'm, I'm very upfront when I say it. When I saw Jordan Davis run that 4-7, four, 4-8, four, four, I had Clutch uh, Cox. I had – I looked yeah, at ahead. the guy at Man. Kansas City. He's Louis. And yeah. I looked at those guys, and those guys control the game. I mean, Fletcher Cox, you know, at a certain point in his career was unstoppable. Holy, holy nada was unstoppable. Just completely mm-hmm. disrupt your defense. Even in the solid defense, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Robert Solid defense, he had those two guys, uh, the Forrest Buckner and with the other guy. He had yep. those guys in the middle. So a yep. pass rush could be just more just in the edge and stuff coming on. You can have a pass mm-hmm. rush up the middle. And I know there's always another defensive tackle, but this guy is going to be like Fletcher Cox. This guy is going to be like – I forget the guy's name on, on – uh, on Kansas City, um, I, I forget what his name is. Chris Jones. Know. I think you're talking about yes, Chris, Chris Jones. Jones. Yeah. If you guys got, if you have, you know, you know, I don't think he'll be Aaron Donald, but I think he'll be more Fletcher Cox, uh, and I think he'll be more Chris Jones. I think he'll be more uh, similar players to that. Uh, maybe even a combination of J.J. Watt. Uh, Jordan Davis, mm-hmm. a motivated Jordan Davis, a Robert Salad Joy is dangerous for the NFL, man. If you got a pass rush mm. up the middle, it's just as bad as having a pass rush on the edge. And if you have him, in, if you're trying to pay Quentin Williams all this money, you know that. You know, like I said, I, I'm looking at Jordan Davis. If I had, a, if I had a, a choice, I draft him and I let Dikasi go, and I and I mm. um and I use the money to bring in the and, the, and like Sidarius from from Green Bay. Uh, as a as a pass rusher because he's fairly familiar with T.J. Mosley, and we would have and I would still draft a pass rusher at number ten. So okay. I, I think it starts at the defensive line for the Jets, and that's just the way I think about it. You know. Okay. So my final question, listen, Chris, you done brought the heat, man. My final question before I let you go, bro. Give me a free agent that you covet. Give me a free agent that, as we're going into free agency, legal tampering period is about to open up. Who is the guy that you're looking at saying, man, the Jets have got to come out of free agency with this guy? I say due to the Marcus, uh, the, the Marcus May instability, I'm looking at uh, somebody like Marcus Williams or Justin Reed. I would I would say that one okay. of those two guys you've okay. you got to come up with. you got, you got to come up with a safety. Uh, okay. You know, I would say that. So yeah. I would say those, those two, uh, yeah. Yeah, listen, Chris, you brought the heat tonight. Let me give you a hand, man. Sue the audience. Please. Give this man a hand. I done told y'all about that. 
I done told y'all about that tonight. I'll be telling y'all about it every night. Stop clapping so much, okay? I'm not paying y'all for all that clapping. You know what I'm saying, Chris? A lot of hot takes, but too much clapping. You know what I'm saying? I only pay y'all for a certain amount of time. Makai Vected is coming back. I'm telling you, walk it down on the Joe show. He's coming back. (laughs) Vengeance. Absolutely. Salute to you, Chris. Salute to you. Thank you for calling in. You have a good one, man. All right, brother. Listen, Chris calling in with the heat, man. He came in with the heat. I respect him, respect him man. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Please be patient when you call in. We will get to everybody. Lines are hot, but we'll get to everybody. So next, I'm going to my guy, Steve. Steve, I'm coming directly to you. Next caller, please hold on. Steve, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, Steve. Let me tell you, there's been a lot going on in the NFL, man. Give me your thoughts about this trade for Russell Wilson to the Broncos, man. How are you feeling about that? Hey, Joe. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your show again tonight, man. It's always great. It's always great to hear from you. But no, but let, Absolutely, me, let me just man. tell you something. But let me just tell you something. See, this actually was was happening almost. Um, I think either last season in 2021 or, or even before the 2020 season began, Russell Wilson went to the Seahawks organization. And, re- and remember mm-hmm. how he said in some of his interviews how he wasn't really happy with the organization for the last couple of years. I mean, listen, he had good wide receivers and he had a good tight end. But the reason why the Seahawks offense was not very good was because they didn't have a running back for him, and they had no offensive line. I mean, Russell Wilson was running for his life every single game. And what happened was Wilson, Wilson hadn't been happy with the Seahawks organization. And what happened was there were rumors around that Russell Wilson was going to be getting traded for the last couple of years. And then, behold, it finally happened today. Let me just say this right now. For him to go to the Denver Broncos, I mean, listen – I don't know how he will pan out in Denver because, you know, he's going to be working, you know, with new names now. He's going to be working with mm-hmm. a new coaching system. He's got to have a new head coach. I mean, Denver's a team that's got a new head coach. They're going to have a new type of system this upcoming year. I mean, listen, Denver in the past has not really been that successful the last few years when it, when it has come to them drafting quarterbacks. But, you know, we're going to see what Russell Wilson does. I mean, listen, I was on my lunch break. When, when I was on my lunch today at work, I, I, when I saw the update, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that this happened. So, obviously, yeah. you just got to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was shocking, but they got the job done, like you said, as well. Russell Wilson has been running for his life in Seattle for quite a bit. You know, there's been some issues there, especially with that offensive line. I remember he played us one year, had a knee injury due to the bad play at our offensive line. He still torched us, man. He still torched us. So, now he's oh, with the Broncos, and we're going to see him paired with Jerry Judy. Yeah, we're going to see him. We're going to see him paired with Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton and all those guys you know over there. So, salute to him. And again, Seattle gets their gets their picks as well, and their players Noah Fant and those guys. So, they got some some capital back as well. But now, if you look at the New York Jets, Steve, we're looking at this situation. We're trying to better our offense as well. What are your thoughts about this offense? What are your thoughts about some of the guys going into free agency? Who's a must-resign for you? Is Jamison Crowder a must-resign? Keelan Cole, Braxton Berrios? 
out of those guys, who's the guy that you're like, man, we got to bring this guy back. We got to make sure that he stays in green. Uh, you know, I think I think the one that player that we got to re-sign back, we, we got to re-sign Braxton Berrios back. I mean, because, listen, Braxton Berrios, you know, like I said, towards the end of the season, was probably our best player on the team. But, you know, the thing is, though, about Berrios is, is that, you know, I know he's asking for $9 million per year. I mean, I wouldn't mind it, especially with the cap, with the cap that we have. I know there's other things that we gotta we also gotta look for for too, but at the same time though, we just got we just gotta see. But I wouldn't mind getting Braxton Berrios back. Bra- mm-hmm. Braxton Berrios back. But but the thing is though though like 'cause obviously listen, I don't think Keelan Cole is gonna re sign back and I don't see the Jets I already read a report a couple of days ago. They already said that um that they're not going to re-sign Jamison Crowder. And listen, I knew in 2021 that it was going to be Jamison Crowder's final year with us because the thing is the, the Jets are moving in a different direction with the younger team. And, you know, last year I just felt that in this offensive system that, that Crowder was in, you know, he only had 447 yards receiving two touchdowns. He didn't really fit into Mike LaFleur's system. So, Honestly, it, it, Jamison Crowder is going to go. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he will be walking away, but we need to make sure that we shore this up because if you get rid of Keelan Cole and Jamison Crowder and then you let Berrios walk as well, if we don't get him re-signed, you got some issues because after that, really the only playmakers you got is Corey Davis and Elijah Moore, and both of those guys are injured quite a bit this year. They missed some time. So going back to what you were talking about, Braxton Berrios, if he's a guy that you want to re-sign – are you giving him that $9 Because you're saying he's a must-resign. Should you give him that $9 million? No, I, I would, I would want to give him the $9 million. And the thing is, you know, one thing that Braxton Berrio said, I think he said this a month ago, he said that he wanted to come back to play for the Jets, you know, because he, he mm-hmm. likes the connections that him and Zach Wilson had during the season last year, you know, and he always said a lot of great things. I, I remember – he made the trip with Zach Wilson and a few of the other receivers down down to Miami when when they decided yeah. to go do a practice down in Miami in South Beach. But you know, the biggest Joe, I do hope that Barrios does resign with us. I mean, we'll see what happens. But you know, the one thing though that I was disappointed about, I mean, I knew this was gonna happen, unfortunately. I was big on getting Dalton Schultz in creation. <clears throat> But the yeah. Cowboys were going to put the franchise tag on him, and now that he's back. Yeah. But the other thing that was so crazy today, you know, is Aaron Rodgers getting that. I mean, listen, Aaron Rodgers, yes, is a four-time MVP. But then there was a, the whole thing about, like, if he wasn't going to come back or not. I mean, there was a, that whole drama thing that happened in Green Bay. But, but no, but he finally got the money, and – Devontae Adams got his franchise tag. So, obviously, that duo is back in Green Bay again for another yeah. season. Yeah, so we'll yeah they absolutely out. are. Listen, listen. when Aaron Rodgers signed that deal, I said to myself, well, Devontae Adams is about to be off the market, and that's exactly what happened. And that worked out for the Green Bay Packers. They were able to keep him, you know, kind of lower that number so that if they don't get exposed, they were already $30 million over the cap. So, and Aaron Rodgers got his deal. He's going to be a Packer for – 
you know, some years to come. So we'll see how that works out for them. Now, coming back to the Jets, when you look at this offensive line, it's going to be my final question for you. LDT, is he a guy that you want to bring back to sure up that right guard spot? Or do you want to go into free agency and possibly address it with somebody else? Are you a big James Daniels guy? Do you want to see Brandon Sheriff? What are you doing there at right guard? Well, first off, I'm not a big Brandon Sheriff fan. I think Brandon Sheriff, you know, has one of the other callers said, he he has some injury history, and I wouldn't want an offensive lineman on the team that has injury history. Um, I wouldn't mind James Daniel. I wouldn't mind bringing the doctor back because he he did some great things last year. After when after when Greg Van Roten got benched last year for him, for him he did he did a lot of great things when he was with us, and he did say that he would like to come back to the Jets for another for at least another year if we bring him back on a one-year deal. Um, the mm-hmm. other thing is also is like there is a safe uh, – wow, why did I say safety? There is an offensive lineman I would like the Jets to get in free agency. I mean, listen, I know we have Connor McGovern for another year at center. However, though, there's mm-hmm. one place I would love the Jets to go after in free agency, and I don't think he's going to be returning to Tampa Bay and that's Ryan Jensen, the center. Because, yep. let me tell you, the guy is a pro bowler, and he's worked with veteran quarterbacks before. Remember, he was with Tom Brady the last couple of years. I wouldn't mind having him come in. I mean, listen, the guy is a Super Bowl champion center. He, he knows the game really, really well, and I think he can have a good connection with, with Wilson, you know, going down the road. He's a player on offense, I wouldn't mind. Now, on, on the defensive side, if I wanted someone on the defense for free agency, I know the first player that I thought about was Jesse Bates from the Bengals, but obviously that can't happen now because the Bengals put the franchise tag on him, which is understandable. And honestly, I mm-hmm. think Cincinnati put it, but I would love the Jets to go after, you know, Marcus Williams from New Orleans. Because, listen, New Orleans, is, New Orleans just doesn't have the money to sign any players at all. And Marcus Williams is a great safety, and we need help at the safety position. I know Pete yeah. are talking to Kyle Hamilton and drafting him number mm-hmm. four overall, but 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 here's the thing. I've said this to Jeff Dance before. We shouldn't stop. We shouldn't draft before overall. You know, you yeah. know that's, why, yep. that's why, Joe, we got to see what happens in free agency first before we get into yeah. the draft. Yeah, we do, and we'll see what happens because, again, it can change, you know, our, you know, uh, quite a bit of our plan of how we're going to attack the draft. But listen, Steve, i got to get back to these lines. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, man. You brought some heat, man. You truly did. There you go. All right, you have there yourself you a good night, thank Steve. Thank you guys for having me on tonight. Absolutely, man. You have a good one. Listen, good one, man. Steve, Steve's, got, listen Steve's got some heat, man. He's got some heat. He brought his takes. Salute to everybody. Everybody watching, salute to all the savages in the chat. We're going to keep getting with these lines. Again, please subscribe if you have not subscribed. Give the stream a thumbs up if you like to give to the stream. The Super Chat's there. Cash App is at the screen as well. Salute to everybody in the chat. NYJSFL, salute to you. Salute to all my guys, 343 Fox Den, all the guys that have been in here, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. Jets Unleashed, everybody that stopped by. Rusty, all my guys, man. So we're going to keep Getting to these lines again, 515 602 9639. 515 
602-963-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, when you call in, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. So next, we're coming to a caller. It looks like a new caller. Might be calling for Skype. 111, we're coming directly to you. Salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about the New York Jets free agency. We got guys walking in. Marcus May, <laughs> what are your thoughts about him? Would you like to see the Jets resign him and bring him back? Long Beach Joe Show, what it do? What's going on? Is this? Oh my goodness! Is this Prada? This, is this who it is? This, this is Prada, man. You know I gotta make my okay. Long Beach Joe Show appearance <laughs> once. Free agency draft. You know you gotta bring on. You know you gotta bring on the heat. What you? What you say? Yeah. The fire. Listen. <laughs> Salute to you uh, for everybody. This is this is my guy Prada. So listen, let's get into it, man, because you know football. You know, we go back and forth often. So when you look at this New York Jets team, right, we got Marcus May going in free agency. Give me your thoughts on him, man. Do you think he's a guy that the New York Jets should keep? No. No. Mm. The, the Jets shouldn't keep Marcus May. And let me, I'm going to tell you why. Uh, for, your, for your following and for the people watching the Long Beach Jets show, you're about to get some real good content because I am a, a – a very heavily 49er fan and I yes. deal with a lot of the stuff with the team. I'll be at the draft in April and um, I'm going to tell you, I know Robert Sala and Sala mm-hmm. defense. He's, he's going to groom this defense the way he wants to. So for yep. all the Jets fans out there thinking that May is coming back, no, all the uh, Jets fans that's thinking that Marcus Williams Drake, the same Marcus Williams that missed the tackle and let Stephon Diggs score a touchdown and win and win in the playoffs. He he's not bringing in him. He, he's not fundamentally mm-hmm. sound. You're not giving a, a non-fundamentally sound safety who runs the defense because in Salah's defense the safeties run the defense, not the linebackers. So mm-hmm. that's not happening. He's not going to bring in. He's gonna he's gonna either draft one, but not Hamilton. We went back and forth on this. Um, we went back and forth on this on Twitter. I, yep. I think, just my, my personal opinion, that Hamilton and um, and Sauce are going to be bust. I don't think they mm. project well. I don't think they project well to the NFL. They both okay. Lanky. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, they, they both, we go down that road. We- We'll talk about that in a second before we go down that road because one of the things that you brought up as well, being heavily, you know, you're a big Niners fan. You were there when, you know, when Sella was there. You know how this defense is ran. Our defense is supposed to be identical as well as our offensive system as well. When you look at this defense, when you look at this Jets defense, we lack a pass rush. And I've tried to tell everybody, hey, this is what we need. We need to ensure we have a pass rush. That's what makes this defense work. Can you speak to that, man? Can you speak to the facts of – Looking at this defense, now understanding we don't have a pass rush, what are some of the guys that we should also target in free agency to address that lack of pass rush that we have that would fit the defense that we're running? I definitely believe that Salah's going to get a pass rusher. And, and for the two places, I think, the three players that I think that Salah's going to go after, I don't know if they'll, he'll actually get all three of them or not, but I think that he's going to go after Sheriff because it's a veteran and you solidify the young quarterback. He's seen that with um, the other caller hit it on the nail. The Seahawks never have linemen. 
That's a problem. And yeah. Salah feasted on that. He feasted on on that for for years. And for two years straight, almost three years, he, he knew, hey, we need defensive linemen in rotation. And the good thing about that is, I, for sure, Johnson or Thibodeau or, um, or Ebiketti from Penn State or I just know um, Boy Mafia is probably going to go later. He's going he's gonna to go later. You might – the second – your second pick, you got a second-round pick, right? Yeah, we, well, we got two first. We got one at four, and then we got another pick at ten. Yeah, but you have a, a, a top 30 pick, too, as well, right? Yeah, we we yeah we got a second round pick. We got uh two okay. second round picks actually. Two second round picks okay. and a third round pick. So he might double back. You might get uh offensive line for sure, right? You might get Thibodeau offensive line or he might go cornerback offensive line, which I think that's what y'all going to do. I think y'all going to go cornerback offensive line and then I think they're going to try to get Ebiketti or Boy Mafe with the first second round pick cuz they will be there. They'll be there around okay. the early 30s. Yeah, that's how you get the value. Like any person mm-hmm. that got two top cornerback, it's hard to get. So I think Stingley, if you go Stingley and um, and either Cross or Penning or um, uh, Wanu or Neil, any four of them, one of them is going to be a Jet. <laughs> mm. One of those oh, four okay. linemen is going to be a Jet. It's either going to be a yeah. a, a Quano, they talking about going first overall, so which means that Neil or Cross or Penning, or, one of them is going to be there. But I think that's where it's going to go first. And then second, with that 11 pick, it'll probably be Stingley. And then um, after that, they'll be like, okay, we got Ebiketti on the board. We got Boy Mafia on the board. We got one, and it's a couple of other, de- the defensive line is loaded this year. It's loaded, mm-hmm. so it's going to be – and then you double back. And now with the first three picks, you didn't, you didn't solidify your trenches. With the um, – Yeah. With the – I like Hassan Reddick. I hope, I hope the 49ers go after him too, but I think y'all bag is a little bit bigger than ours, so – I was about to say that because you know I'm already I'm already trying to go there. Listen, I hear what you're saying about taking some edge rushers. I, listen, if Thibodeau's there, I'm ready for that. Boy, Mafe, if he's there in the second, I've heard a lot of talk about him moving up in the first. But if he's there in the second, I wouldn't mind us taking. I'm big on Jermaine Johnson too. A lot of people not talking yeah. about him. Big things that he did have but moved him up the board as well. So let me tell you something. If Hassan Riddick is there. If he's there in free agency, I'm offering him the bag, and I'm bringing him in. We ain't had a pass rusher to John Abraham. I'm not going to continue to go through, all right, my NFL <laughs> life, my, my Jets fandom life with no damn pass rusher. All right, we got to get after it. If he's yeah. there, I am bringing him in, and he's a guy that I definitely is going to he- think helps, you know, run Sulla's defense because we need pressure because that's what y'all do. Y'all get pressure with and, Bosa and Warner and all these damn guys. We ain't got nobody. Ain't nobody. And um, your other caller hit it too. You might slip it. If you get Reddick, now you're like, okay, I got lost and I got Reddick. Um, yeah. I'm, I might go uh, Jordan Davis early. You might go Jordan Davis early because now you got the inside, you know, mm-hmm. to go. Because I told you, the Quentin, I'm glad y'all drafted Quentin Williams and we didn't draft that goofball. I'm so happy that we didn't go there. 
I mean, we 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 did the same thing the next year with Javon Kinlaw. I was about to say, God, yeah, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> you can't. I, I, hey, yeah, I'm just gotta call. I, hey, I said it. I said no way. That just how I'm telling you that Sauce Garner is not what you want, <laughs> and Hamilton is not what you want. I said it last year. Quinn Williams is not what you want early. He's not it. But those Georgia boys, they for sure, they legit. All seven yeah. of them. And they, give, yeah, give me your thoughts on this. Give me your thoughts on this as well because we're talking offense, right? And I want to see Zach Wilson be the best that he could possibly be, right? I want to see him protected efficiently. I don't want him to have a PCL injury this year as well. I am huge on Tyler Lindenbaum. I've even talked about taking him in at four because I think he's a generational center. And I know that people, a lot of people say that's a bit high for a center. Listen, the Colts took Quinnen Nelson at six, and I don't think anyone is saying that that was a bad pick. Nobody. That guy, they just run left and everything works for them. Give me your thoughts on Tyler Lindenbaum as a, you know, as a player. How do you feel about him, and where do you think that he could go in this upcoming draft? I think I think Lindenbaum is going to go in the 20s. He's going to go somewhere between 20 and 32. So mm. somewhere somewhere in there, but he definitely is a first rounder. I don't see him as a top 10 just not because he's not a top 10 talent, but because you got to remember you your your first rounders in the top 10, they on a certain pay scale. So you would start off paying him in the 10 million range, which means you're definitely not bringing him back on the second contract because that's going to instantly boost him up to 17, 20 million dollars by that time. So do you pay a center twenty million dollars? If he's a generational guy though, does that even matter? He is literally yes, a generational it guy. It, Dude, it he's does a foundation of, he could be a foundation of your offensive line. You get him, your center position is set for the next ten to fifteen years. Easy. Easy. You're running behind him, he's opening up holes. You don't have to worry about your quarterback getting killed, and we all know if you ain't got protection in this league, we saw what happened to Patrick Mahomes in the in the Super Bowl, he looked like Sam Darnold, running for his life, not knowing where to throw the ball, who to get the ball to, or how to get the ball there. So if, if I'm looking at him, I understand what you're talking about, the pay scale and stuff like that, but the talent is off the charts. I just don't see how you pass him up. I, I mean, I understand a lot of people saying that he might slide a little bit, but I don't know if he goes past 10, to be honest with you. I could see a team moving up for a guy like that. If If you get if you get, um, let's say you get Sheriff, that's $15 million, right? And then you get uh, Cross or Penning or one of them to go with Makai Becton, you didn't spend that same $20 million for the next five years. But for two bookend players that you would spend for that one player mm-hmm. just for rookie contract, you know what I'm saying? So you got you to gotta, – I think y'all line would be better off having three pro bowlers than just having two. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's how you gotta, that's how you gotta pair that when you put it. But the one name I'm never, I'm not hearing none of the Jets fans talk about is, is, and I don't want this to happen, but I can see it happening. Is Jaquan mm-hmm. Tart? Jaquan mm-hmm. Tart is the key candidate to go to the Jets. Don't let that that dropped interception in a championship game fool you. Jacoski Tart hawked down Aaron Jones. He hawked down Aaron Jones. We lose that game if he doesn't hawk him down. 
And then in mm-hmm. the Rams game, he hawked down um, Odell Beckham. So, mm. like, yeah. And and he already knows Salah's defense. Yeah. And he would only cost you about 5 or $6 million, way cheaper than yeah. if you pay Tart $5 million a year, you can get him on a three-year, $15 million, something like that. Mm. Okay. So, I mean, he's a guy that could be there. That's, that's one of the corners from y'all secondary. Like you said, he knows yeah, that, him, Ward, all those guys out there. They definitely know the defense. Yeah. Now, I want us to resign Tart. God, I want us to resign mm-hmm. Tart. But Tart could, if he's looking for his long-term future, you know, we're not going to pay him $15 million. That's not going to happen But because um, we don't have it to pay him. But for y'all, that would be a, a steal. You know, you yeah. get a, he's, he's only 28 years old. He's not old, and he knows the system. And um, if it if it wasn't for health, he would be a, a pro bowler every single year. You know, when he mm. when he's on the field, our team our defense is a top five defense at all times. And when he's out the game, you see it. You see it in pass coverage, yeah. and you see it. He don't get cooked. You won't catch him missing tackles to win games like that. Don't happen. And just for the record. If he would have caught that interception, it was still eight minutes left in that game. Jimmy Garoppolo was not about to. <laughs> he wasn't driving. Hey, hey, listen. He would have caught it at the 20. You know, he would have yeah. to go 80 yards. Jimmy wasn't doing that. So that frustrates me about our fan base. But I most definitely yeah, I was see you lost. Uh, yeah. cool, but you lost. It's the L, you know. Yeah, that's L. what I tell him. Like, it, it, take the L, you know. Just take it. Feel Don't blame L. it on him. Yeah. <laughs> you um, embrace that L, understand, hold that L in your chest, and understand it happened. That's what you got to do. You can't, you know, you can try it, to it excuse it away, but it is what it is. You know, don't try to blame it yeah. on my boy Kwaki and and an eighty yard punt pick. Like that yeah. wasn't that wasn't doing it. You know, no, it wasn't. But, so my, so my, my last question for you before I let you go because we're getting short on time now. The, the, the we're coming towards the end of the show is that when you look at us right now, you look at this Jets team from the inside out, you know Sulla, I know you know you know our, our offensive coordinator as well, you understand the offense, the Shanahan offense that we run, and you're looking at free agency, quickly, what, is a free, what free agent is going to be out there that isn't tagged right now, do you think the Jets should covet the most to bring in and improve this football team, whether it be offensively or defensively? What free agents are you looking at saying, man, if the Jets get that guy, going to be deadly for us it's no other than today's price is not yesterday's price you better pay <laughs> Braxton Berrios is you crazy <laughs> that little dude is sick oh my goodness man <laughs> pay that man get old Crowder off of there get uh who is the other one it needs to be Elijah it needs to be Braxton oh. it needs to be Davis oh. and, it, and it needs That's to be Mills and, and then you go get McBride. You go get McBride in the second round with that second second yep. round pick. You get McBride and you run it. Listen, man. Listen. He this man said. <laughs> he said bring back some burials back. I didn't. It was Prada. But listen, man. I gotta get. I gotta get going. We're getting short on the show. Salutes to you, my man. Thank you for calling in tonight. Thank you for coming on the show. You have yourself a good one, man. Long Beach Joe Show. <laughs> Salute, man. Have a good one. 
Listen, that's my guy Prada, big Niners fan. All right, listen, we got Sulla. He was he was happy for Sulla, but he was like, man, you guys are about to be something else. And we go back and forth often. Salute to him as well. Good guy, man. Really good guy. So, listen, this has been quite a show. We've asked a lot of questions, had a lot of fire going on. Salute to everybody in the chat, all the savages there. I'm going to give you folks my most coveted free agents before we co- close out the show. For me, when I, look at this, uh, when I look at this free agency and I say my most coveted free agent, most coveted, I'm going to say defensively probably my most coveted free agent is definitely Hassan Riddick at this point. At this point, he hasn't been franchise tagged. But what we know, he may have been franchise tag while I'm talking. At this point, he hasn't. For me, it's Hassan Riddick. Dude, if we get him, this defense is going to turn up. Woo! This defense is going to turn up. And he is going to get after it, okay? We need a pass rusher. We need a pass rusher bad. So I think he's a guy that the Jets can actually target and get. We've got money to do so, get it done. Offensively for me, I think the most coveted free agent for me is Daniels. If we can get James Daniels along this offensive line, that's going to go a, a long way to help us. You cannot bring back Greg Van Roden. You cannot do that. Please, please, goodness, don't do that, okay? If we can get Daniels, put him at that right guard spot, I think the offensive line gets better. We can look for a replacement of Connor McGovern as well in the draft, but we must address this offensive line any way that we can. So those are my two Coveted free agents offensively and defensively. Again, hopefully neither one of those guys get tagged. I know Marcus Williams is out there as well. A lot of people talking about him. But we could also target safety in the draft. There's some guys out there. Lewis Kine from Georgia. Kirby Joseph from Illinois. There's guys, man. Even Jaquan Brisker from Penn. That guy's turned a lot of heads at the combine. He's done pretty darn well. So, a lot to talk about. But, the last show before free agency, we'll see how things happen. Cannot wait for free agency to start. We'll be having shows about that as well. We'll be talking about it 14th to 16th. In comes the legal tampering period. So salute to everybody that called in tonight. It was great to speak to everybody. A lot of fire being spit. We'll go ahead and close out the show. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page, my content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth to folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. I am also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. Again, YoungJ000. Follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. I'm just saying, we need a lot of stuff along this offensive line. Left guard is not one of them, okay? This kid's one of the best left guards in the league, dominating everybody. He's blocking three guys with one hand. Come on, who's doing that in this league? Who is doing that in this league? Nobody's doing that. Fight on. So I'll have my Vera Tucker jersey on all time. You want to troll me, we go back and forth, all right? The show's Twitter is at the Long Beach Joe at the Long Beach Joe. Again, please follow. We'll go back and forth on there as well. I'm also on YouTube as well. Okay, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Long Beach Joe Jets. Go to YouTube. Put that in there. Hit the subscribe button. Hit that notification bell as well. Give the streams. Give the videos a thumbs up too. 
Leave a comment. We'll go back and forth. If you want to troll me, hit those comment sections. Troll me. I'll go back and forth with you as well. I'll troll you right back. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone, okay? The hugs will always remain free no matter what anyone tells you. I want to thank you folks for calling in. I want to thank you folks for listening. Without you folks, I am absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to call in and listen to the show and support the show as well. All right, you folks have a good one. Peace. Yeah.